Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. It's time to go as we're back for another big broadcast. Welcome aboard, everyone. Mary and I and Rudy, thank you for being here with us for America's number one travel radio show. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, this is your place for everything and anything in the world of travel. Hmm. Today is the end of daylight savings time, everyone, if you didn't know that, at least until March 8th of 2020. So we've got a ways to go. Uh, so remember, you know, we fall back and gain an extra hour of sleep tonight. And if your station happens to delay us, maybe run us on Sunday, I guess you might be listening to this first hour of I an archive on our website, uh, but I hope that's not the case. But Mary, Rudy, I mean, listen, there's a lot that divides many people in this country for sure these days, but can we all please agree to find a way to stay permanently on daylight savings time? <laughs> well, who's, who fights it? A couple states or why aren't so, we? I feel like I think every state has to petition. That's, hmm. I, I believe there are seven states wasn't there some story yeah, about they, this in the spring? I think that each state has to petition, and then they have to get it approved. It's I mean, a state-by-state state thing. We, we can't unite uh, you know, Congress or anything on anything these days in this country, but, but this should be simple. We should be able to walk in there and say, listen, we all want to stay on daylight savings time. A hundred uh, you know, votes in the Senate, and we should have all 435 yeah, or so really in the House. Just, we necessary should have unity. anymore. So this requires congressional action? I believe that's how, oh, yeah. it, how it came yeah. into effect. Oh, yeah, man, I, I think it's state by state. I could be wrong, but I think it is state yeah. by state. Listen, but but I, I come on. Well, listen. Anyway. The bright side for this, at least, is the mornings will be lighter. Oh, the mornings are so dark but, right now. At least here in the New York area, at four fifteen at night when it's dark, I'm not going to be really enjoying that. So anyway, that's my uh, suggestion to America today. Take it as you may. Uh, hopefully, but we'll see. But tonight, fall back. Okay. All right. Uh, as we get going right now, you know, I'm looking things over, what's ahead, Mary and Rudy. So let's begin. We'll start with our latest travel polls, and then we'll, after that, move into the rundown and then some travel news. So here's the first question that we asked. How often do you browse an airline magazine when you fly? The results are, sometimes, uh, I, if I have nothing to read, 32%, but also at 32%, so tied, every time I fly. So you know, right there, we've got 64% of people either every time or sometimes. I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised, frankly, that the third still do read it because I just don't see people. I, I used to always pull it out of the backseat pocket in oh. front of me, but I just don't see that many people doing well, that. Well, infrequently is 22%, but never 14%. Mm. Uh, so I know some people, I actually know uh, some people don't like to touch them, especially, you know, mm -hmm. I, I love them when mm -hmm. they, I get on the plane the beginning of the month and I'm like the first one to read the magazine. Mm -hmm. uh, but I pick yeah. them up now in the club. Yeah, I flip I through them. them. Well, I flip through them. Like now, now, now that you've pointed out that they've got germs all over them, thank you so much. <laughs> I won't be flipping through them anymore. Don't you hate when you get in and you see like the crossword puzzle's already been done or this is this yeah, ad's been ripped out or something? Out. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I, anyway. <laughs> all right. Second question that we ask. When flying internationally, I know, Rudy, this was something that's near and dear to you. Uh, do you ever buy from the onboard duty-free catalog? Never 54%, occasionally 24%. 
I didn't even know it existed, 19%, <laughs> often 3%. See, I, first of all, all that, they have to carry those perfumes and watches and those things they sell, and yeah. liquor they sell duty-free. And that's weight. You know, airlines obsess over an olive on a salad for weight, yet they don't seem to obsess over this. I think the days of duty-free catalogs are over. You, every, every airport in the world now is a shopping mall. Exactly. Um, you can buy I them agree. there. Well, 54% of this audience says they're not buying it. I, I don't buy anything. I never, no, I, I we don't never do. No, no. We never have either. We'll do duty-free on an airport occasionally. <clears throat> yeah, that's sure. different. Uh, but we never Not the catalog, now. No. Anyway, okay. All right. Well, new travel polls will be up later today on our website at rmworldtravel.com, and we would appreciate, as always, if you check them out and vote. And now I'm going to share what's coming up. We've always enjoyed our conversations with Ann Bannis. She's the editor of BBC Travel. Coming up in a few minutes, we've invited her back to share um, a couple of uh, travel items with us and just to catch up in general and talk travel. Karen Shaler is also ahead to discuss the week-long Christmas camp that's offered at the Phoenician Resort in Scottsdale. Philippe Shelgren checked out more than 3,000 luxury hotels to make an app. He's going to be here to explain how you can tell if you're checking into a great hotel or not. Mm. Also ahead in hour one, do you drink the water on planes? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was quick. We do not, unless it's sealed in a bottle. Dr. Charles Platkin from Hunter College will join us to share the results of the recent 2019 airline water study. And I'll just say, quick tease, you might want to stick around for that because the results. All right. So let's, uh, let's, let's transition here to some travel news. Robert. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Well, listen, you know, I have to wonder uh, if this will be the week that we all look back in maybe six months or a year. Um, and if it's a turning point for Boeing when they start to get their mojo back, we'll see. I mean, they certainly need it because Airbus is growing rapidly right now. Uh, this week, their CEO endured really two days of intense congressional testimony where he was sharply criticized for what he knew, when he knew it. And more internal documents came out showing serious concerns by Boeing engineers and test pilots that they knew the problems with the 737 MAX, but really nothing was done about it, uh, leading to the two crashes uh, that occurred um, with Lion Air and then Ethiopian, uh, the, the jetliner. But, you know, what also is now apparent, the FAA also has some serious culpability here, as they knew about the safety issues, but relied solely on Boeing's data with their top test pilots and the assurances from Delta. So this, to me, Mary and Rudy, finally explains something else, why the European and Chinese aviation agencies plan not to recertify when the FAA does. They're going to do their own tests now, and it won't be coordinating with the FAA. So I think that was something big that came out this week. No question, yeah. no question. Have you seen these full-page spreads? Yeah, all yeah. the newspapers Marketing around the country. Starting? Yeah, it's starting. Apologies, full-page yeah. apologies from Boeing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the Trump administration clamped down further on travel to Cuba this week when it announced that beginning in December, it's going to ban flights from the U.S. to Cuba, except for flights to Havana. This ban will affect JetBlue and American Airlines that both serve secondary cities in Cuba. State Department said the move will further prevent Cuba from obtaining foreign currency to prop up not just its government, but also to support the government of Venezuela, where the U.S. condemns uh, the government of Nicolas Maduro, of course. Interestingly, charter flights are not banned from flying to other cities in Cuba. And also, the government said it would evoke licenses of companies that lease planes to fly to Cuba, uh, which means Cubana, the state-owned airlines, uh, uh, had to cancel seven international destinations since they fly visitors from other countries into hmm. Cuba. 
All right, I'm going to go a little rogue here with my travel news, pun intended. Rogue Creamery is a cheesemaker in Oregon. If you enjoy cheese and you enjoy sampling cheeses when you travel, we often think of doing that in Italy, France, Spain. Here in the States, we have Vermont, Wisconsin. Shout out to Rogue Creamery's Rogue River Blue Cheese was named World's Best Cheese at the 2019 World Cheese Awards this week in Bergamo, Italy. Uh, it beat nearly 4,000 international cheeses. Wow. And it's wow. the first American-made American cheese to oh, ever nice. receive that top honor. So congratulations. That's a big deal. So Rogue we'll have Creamery some, uh, in Oregon. Wine and cheese in Oregon. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a very big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as these Italian and French cheesemakers are exactly. pouting this today. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back after this. Stick around. You're listening to Arm World Travel. Nice to have you in the house today. Robert and Mary and I will be back right after this short break. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. When's the last time you refreshed your sock drawer? Well, if you can't remember, it's probably time for an upgrade. Bombas socks are made with comfort innovations like arch support, a seamless toe, and cushioned footbed. That's sock speak for super comfortable. Their new line of merino wool socks are made from warm, naturally moisture-wicking merino wool designed with all of Bombas's classic comfort features. Buy yours at bombas.com rm, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com rm for 20% off, or as always, visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Ever wonder where your family comes from? Are you curious to know more about your origin? The team at Ancestry can help you with their Ancestry DNA test. With precise geographical detail and historical insight, Ancestry DNA connects you to the place your story started. They've combined DNA results with over 100 million family trees and billions of records to give you more insight into your genealogy and origins. All you need to do to discover your story and get your Ancestry DNA kit today is visit Ancestry.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. We know our listeners are always curious to hear about new destinations, and Audible is another exciting way to explore the world just by listening. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks anywhere, covering every topic imaginable, including travel and adventure. In many ways, listening is a journey, a chance to escape and learn about new places. Find out for yourself with a free 30-day trial. Choose any audiobook you'd like absolutely free to get started. Just visit audible.com rm, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. Say hello to Casper, the sleep company with outrageously comfortable products that help everyone sleep and live better. With over 50,000 five-star reviews, it's the most loved and trusted sleep company. Go to Casper.com and use the code RM3, and you'll get $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com, code RM3, and get $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Or visit armworldtravel.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms. Customer experience and product reviews are based on Casper.com authorized retailer sites and Google. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. All right, let's get back to more of our world travel get-together. Thanks for staying with Mary and me through those important sponsor messages. And this portion of the program is made possible by Ancestry.com. When you travel, do you ever visit places where your family came from or try to learn more about your past? Well, now you can make that happen and learn more about your story by combining the Ancestry DNA test with billions of historical family records. Think about it. You could be from Sicily like Robert, England and Ireland like myself, Senegal, Sweden, or maybe all five. No other DNA test offers 
offers such a unique interactive experience. They've combined DNA results with over 100 million family trees and billions of records to give you more insight into your genealogy and origins, enabling you to trace your ancestors' journeys over time, following how and why your family moved from place to place. Join us and go to Ancestry.com to get your Ancestry DNA kit today and discover your own story. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you're a regular listener, you've heard show friend Ann Bannis on with us previously. She's the editor at BBC Travel, and we invited her back, of course, to talk travel, but also to check in on some of the interesting projects and features that BBC Travel has been working on recently this year. Hello, Ann. Welcome back. It's been a while. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. I'm Mary's well. We're off to a good yeah. start today for sure. So, you know, uh, we were just talking about it. We always enjoy catching up with you, Anne. I'd uh, love to start off asking, I guess, first, you know, any interesting travels that you've been taking recently? And I'm also curious if there's any particular project you're working on at BBC Travel these days that's keeping you busy. You know, to be honest, I, I have to say I've been doing a lot of travel. I've been to about eight or nine countries over a course of five weeks. Um, throughout September and into October, so um, I've been to Asia, and I went to Malta, which was uh, one one thing that was kind of strangely on my bucket list, and mm-hmm. Morocco and Marrakesh. So, been all over the world and just kind of scouting out uh, some you know great ideas that we can use for BBC travel coming up. So, do you realize today is Saturday with all your uh, traveling, and uh, tonight you're going to lose an hour of sleep with the uh, <laughs> we got to set the clocks back. <laughs> so you're going to lose more exactly. time. <laughs> right. I have no concept of time zones anymore. Right. right. I was just going to add that. That's a lot of countries in a short time frame. Um, so, Anne, hi. And uh, just before you joined us on the show hotline today, I was thinking back to our last conversation on air when we discussed some of those interesting food wars going on. The one that sticks in my head is Belgium petitioning UNESCO for their heritage rights on the French fry. And I know you love food. I know you love to cook, particularly uh, your pastry chef background. So we can talk food, but I do want to touch on this really interesting island. I read this on your site, uh, the island of Ocracoke off the coast of North Carolina. I do have to add that the access right now is still restricted to uh, residents because they're still recovering from Hurricane Dorian. But it looks like such a special island I haven't been. Please touch on us uh, why that made it to one of your features. Yeah, so this is a really great island to talk about, especially given that we're the BBC. Obviously, there's there's a British theme here. Mm-hmm. But this is a U.S. island that still continues to speak of some version of Elizabethan English. It's off the coast of North Carolina, as you said, and it's a dialect that is not identified as American. So you'll find really interesting words. Some are made up, made up words like ding batter, which is considered a non-resident the word hi, they, mm-hmm. they say it's hoy, mm-hmm. and they have a, a brogue, it's sort of like they'll say something like hoy toiter, which mm-hmm. means high tide. So it's, it's really fun, it's really clever, um, you know, a, a way of kind of, you know, speaking, and what's really great about it is the history. So part of the reason why um, this uh, dialect developed was because the island is so isolated from the mainland. You know, the only way to get there was by boat, and the people that settled there were, um, some of them were pirates. So it has this really great history, a maritime history, and um, the way the language developed is really fascinating. And I will say there, there's another island off the coast of Virginia called Tangier that sort of has this similar, um, very different words and very different style of talking, but it's a similar idea where these kind of remote islands had been able to develop their own language that's actually quite different from 
the way British people speak right. today and Americans speak today. It's sort of become its own thing. Yeah. It's really fascinating. You don't have to so go unique. far to have something no, new. No, and, and right. not something I think a lot of us are aware of. So unique. I certainly learned something with that. All right, so let's let's just stick a little bit with the Brits. Um, we are talking to BBC Travel. With all the times that we've been over to London, I'm actually half British. I have family in England. I can't say I've ever noticed these green sheds that were featured in one of your stories. There's, uh, I think, 13 of them dotted around the city, reserved for those with the knowledge. So why don't you tell us what that's all about? So interesting. So, you know, er everyone these days, they're, they're kind of getting on their phone using apps like Uber, like Lyft. But if you go to London, there's still the old black cab drivers. And yeah. what's really great about kind of going that route instead of, instead of doing it online is these cab drivers have an incredible knowledge of the city. They know the map of London backwards and forwards and can pretty much get anywhere around. But the secret is that there are these little uh, green sheds that are smattered all over London. And there are places where these cab drivers can go and hang out, and they're served food. Um, you know, they can kind of get out of the rain, get out of the weather, and it's it's sort of like a place for them to kind of get together, have some camaraderie, and and hang out in between shifts. You know, things like tea, scrambled eggs, sausage, yeah. like real kind of old classic oh, British food. Which is terrific. Um, I think it's great. I love the hospitality it's great. aspect. And some of visitors it. can go there too, so you can, if, if you're lucky, they'll serve you a meal. Oh, really? Oh, that part okay. All right. So that yeah. part's new too. All right. Get a little tea. Yeah. No, I just thought it was great. Now you're also correct. We use the black cabs all the time when we're in London. I still love them, and they really do. They know that city in and out. Yeah, we're, we're not as no. big with the Uber or Lyft. Uh, not and, 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 and we're certainly when you're in London, you have to be in the traditional yeah. black cabs. I mean, if you don't, well, anyway. All right, so something else we want to switch gears on, <laughs> and clearly something near and dear to me I talk about a lot uh, is my Sicilian heritage. And although we've been to Sicily multiple times, and we've flown over this island, we have never been to Stromboli, which, if folks, if they don't know that, it's one of the islands off its northern coast. So I like to eat Stromboli. It's another thing we could go into. But uh, the tease of your BBC travel feature is, is this the world's scariest island? Since we're just coming off Halloween a few days ago, and what say you? Well, the island of Stromboli, this, this has been a project that's been about a year and a half in the making. It's for uh, your audience to know. It's a 30-minute documentary, so... Get a glass of wine, you know, a, a mm -hmm. cup of coffee, and, and really savor this piece. It won an award already in Italy at the Elba Film Festival. So it's a, real, it's a great piece we're proud of. And what we did is we sent a documentary filmmaker and an amazing camera person to go and shoot this island, which is an, basically has an active volcano erupting at all times. Um, it erupted during the shoot um, many, many times a day. And the thing that's great about it is that the people still choose to live there. You know, there's um, fishermen who have been there for you know, generations, even children who play pr pranks on the tourists when right. it's the tourist season in the summer. And it's, it's just got a lot of charm, and we really wanted to explore, despite the sort of imminent danger that is present on this island at all times, why do people choose to stay, and why why does living in this environment make them Well, that's the part happy? that got to me, because, you know, yeah. the, the, again, you're living there with any minute potential of death but it hasn't scared people <laughs> away i mean you know if you're just that being was honest really about it, but it just be exactly <laughs> but it, and it is it's a beautiful i mean again uh, all the, the photos not that i've seen and, and watching the documentary it's beautiful and sicily in general it, it's a very different uh, way to go experience italy and, and you can see the island glowing at night because of the fact of the volcano right and, and there's this term strombolian which in in vo volcano world of um you know science 
it, it's sort of named after this island, and it's really that quintessential um, volcanic eruption where you have a mountain that's got a peak, and then it's mm-hmm. almost like fireworks erupting from the mountain. So it's it, it's probably the most classic-looking volcano in the world, mm-hmm. and, and there's a beauty of, of living there and dealing with this eruption all the time, and as well as the kind of whims of the sea. I think there's a certain, you know, I, I would say romance. You know, I don't know if the locals would call it that, but well, but to me that's what it feels it's like. It's like a collective camaraderie among the residents, it feels like. Well, so they all are united because yeah. uh, they need plan B or C. If, if, yeah. uh, and, and, I th- and they also refer to the volcano as a he, which I find very interesting. Yes, really quite um, quite spectacular in, in all facets yeah. of being there, for sure. Well, uh, listen... Uh, Stromboli, uh, you know, next time we're over in Sicily, Mary, we're going to just have to take a jaunt out there uh, at this point and experience that. I might suggest a day trip, but <laughs> <laughs> unless I get convinced <laughs> to move yeah. there, who knows? Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll look for that documentary, definitely. Yeah. And thank you so much for your time today. We always enjoy having you with us. Great, great to be here. Thank and uh, let's make sure we bookmark. It's bbc.com slash travel for those of you who would like to get a different perspective on travel and enjoy that website. And thanks again. And always good talking to you. Yeah. Take care now. Oh, thank you so much. It was great. All right. Catching up with Ann Bannis, BBC Travel, folks. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And um, as Mary said also, she's got that uh, pastry chef. Who she knew does. that that's her passion she there likes as well? To bake. Stromboli, Mary. Stromboli. I'm I don't hungry. know. I'm, I'm kind of. I am hungry from this, yeah. of course, but I also think I'm kind of intrigued about that island. Yeah, we'll, have, we'll, we'll make it a point yeah. next time we're in Sicily. Right now, it is time to pause again for a few commercial messages from our sponsors. 80% of the show is still ahead, and if you miss any portion of the program, a reminder: we archive it always after it runs across our network at rmworldtravel.com. Do stick around as RM World Travel is coming right back. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. Did you know on average a burglary happens once every 23 seconds in the U.S.? That's why Simply Safe developed video verification technology that helps police get to your home or small business up to three and a half times faster. SimplySafe.com slash travel can visually confirm that a break-in is happening, giving police all the information they need to get there faster and catch a criminal ASAP. Get free shipping on your system and a 60-day money-back guarantee at SimplySafe.com slash travel. That's SimplySafe.com slash travel or visit armworldtravel.com under sponsors. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit delivery service. They deliver easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door so all you have to do is cook and enjoy. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes. Get $80 off right now plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com with code RM. That's code RM at HelloFresh.com for $80 off plus free shipping. Or check out rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This portion of the program is sponsored by ButcherBox.com slash RM. It's a company we enjoy and we've been talking about for a while now. And if you haven't taken advantage of some of their outstanding offers, I'd like you to hear this. Every month, ButcherBox delivers 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon directly to your door with free shipping. 
You can choose from four curated boxes or customize your own box with all your favorite cuts. And if you want to try something new, ButcherBox offers a ton of tasty recipes and resources on its website that will help you bring out all the flavor of each cut of meat you purchase. Now, for a limited time, ButcherBox.com RM offers new members $20 off your first box plus two pounds of ground beef for free for the life of your subscription, which is a whole lot of hamburger. In addition to all the great meat you get, ButcherBox will now knock $20 off your first box. And as I just mentioned, throw in two pounds of ground beef with this order and every order you make in the future for free. Try them today at ButcherBox.com RM. you got to put that RM to get the $20 off and the ground beef. ButcherBox.com RM. You can find the link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. My next guest, as near as I can tell, is a writer who has a lock on the Christmas media market. In the last 18 months, she's written three Christmas movies. One premieres on the Hallmark Channel, another on Lifetime this holiday season. She's also written a couple of Christmas novels as well. Um, and we're going to have to learn another time how this former TV war reporter in Bosnia and Afghanistan became Ms. Christmas. But for the moment, I'm interested in a Christmas camp she's overseeing at the Phoenician, which is a luxury resort in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's this holiday season. You might be interested in joining the festivities. Please welcome Karen Shaler to the show. Sharon, uh, sh- uh, Karen, I-, I can't resist. Just explain <laughs> briefly how Christmas overtook the professional life of a war reporter. That is such a good question. You know, I think I used to wake up every day and I would cover hard news and it was really difficult and it was challenging. It was important to do. And I decided to do kind of a 180 and actually started covering travel. And that segued into Christmas because my travel stories were inspiring and uplifting. And of course, that's what I'm doing with Christmas. And it was just a better world to wake up in every day. All right. Well, yes, I'm, I'm sure a lot, a lot safer world as well. All right. This event at the Phoenician Resort this Christmas, it's sort of like Christmas on steroids. Describe for my listeners what's happening and when. Yes, thank you. Well, I'm so excited about this. What I did was I first wrote the Christmas Camp Hallmark movie, and it was about a, a woman that kind of lost her Christmas spirit, and she was sent to a, quote, Christmas boot camp, where there would be all these amazing activities where she could kind of disconnect to reconnect with what mattered most, relax, and really find the true heart of Christmas. After I wrote the Hallmark movie that premiered this year um, during Christmas in July, I love the story so much I wrote the book that came out. And then I thought, wait a minute, why wouldn't we want to create this in real life? And because I also do travel segments, um, they're called TravelTherapyTrips.com, where I travel the world, I had a connection with the Phoenician. I'd covered them before, and I knew they had just done this multi-year renovation, and they're all about rejuvenating. And I thought, wow, this message is exactly the message I'm doing with Christmas Camp. So I, first of all, I trademarked the idea, and I reached out to the Phoenician, and I said, here are the ideas I have. This is what I'm thinking. I want to bring this Hallmark movie and my novel to life so people can basically live in a Christmas movie. And they loved the idea. And at first we thought, oh, maybe we'd just do a, a weekend, a, a Friday, Saturday. But in the movie and in the novel, you have to go to Christmas camp for a week. So we did a soft launch last year where we actually did, yeah, because you can be completely transformed in a weekend. Although I think at the Phoenician you might be able to. So last year we did a very soft launch. It was kind of a tester to see how it would go. And we couldn't even believe how words got out in the community. Some people flew in, you know, from across the country. It was mainly from my social media just saying, hey, I'm doing this. So what, ha- so what happens in Christmas week? Yeah, so that's what's great. So we, in the movie, again, we're trying to do all these heartfelt traditions, but we also wanted to honor the Phoenician. So we do everything from culinary. We do our Christmas camp signature cookies, the recipes in the book. We have a cocktail class. We have wine classes. We do decorating, crafts, and I'm doing these daily Christmas chats, and it's kind of a 
behind the scenes in case you're interested in how you make these movies. And then we're also doing a movie watching of Christmas camp. We do these giveaways. But really every, like, 45 minutes, we try to keep them at 45 minutes. And you can come to one or you can go to the spa. We also have Christmas camp spa treatments. Everything's exclusive and curated specifically for the experience. And let me tell you, the Phoenician folks, the reason I picked them, I mean, obviously, they are a world-class hotel, one of the top, AAA, Five Diamond, all of that. But the folks behind it loved Christmas so much. The person that's doing our decorating class, she actually did floral decorations for Michelle Obama when, you know, Miss Obama was in the White House. Well, I agree. The Phoenician is a lo- Phoenician's a lovely hotel, and I should say that rate- room rates are starting just two fifty nine a night for two, which is not bad, which is great for... Uh, the Phoenician. Now, look, I, I don't know how to ask this without sounding sexist, but is this mainly a thing for women? I love that you asked that because I think, you know, originally Hallmark movies were too. People were like, oh, but it's changed. You know, my dad watches Hallmark movies and therefore we're seeing the same people come. A lot of couples came last year and the guys, you know, thought, oh, I'm going to go golf. You know, the wife can go to the spa and go to Christmas camp. But the men came, too. So I would say last year, it's about 75% women. And the other thing that was so surprising, it's all ages. You know, I thought it might skew a little bit older, but we actually had a couple that was in their 20s get engaged at Christmas camp. We have millennials all the way up to my mom's age. You know, so everyone can come. It is for adults. You know, that's important because there's so many great Christmas activities for children. The first year people were a little confused. They saw Christmas camp and they thought, oh, it's a kid's camp. And I'm like, no, no, this is for grownups. It's kind of to bring out the kid in all of us. And what's great is we don't. You can come one day, or you can, you know, we did it two weekends. We broke it up this year. Okay. Two separate weekends. Some people just come for a day. Karen, I know you could go on for another uh, five minutes, but we only have 10 seconds left. Let me give you your website so people can find more information. It's Karen Shaler. That's S-C-H-A-L-E-R. KarenShaler.com. Karen, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team asked us to say thanks for the way our audience has responded because you're buying an awful lot of their great products. And if you haven't heard, they've got some super deals right now on their MyPillows, their Soft Giza Dream Sheets, the Mattress Topper, and more. MyPillows are machine washable, made in the USA, and include a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Their popular buy one, get one free premium MyPillow deal is going on right now. Just head to MyPillow.com under Radio Specials and use the promo code RM or visit rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors. Cabbage is the fast and flexible way to access funds for your small business. It takes just a few minutes to apply online for a line of credit and get a quick decision. If your business qualifies, you can access the amount you need now up to $250,000, and you only pay for what you use. Now there's a faster, more flexible way to fund your business, cabbage.com. That's K-A-B-B-A-G-E.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Credit lines are subject to review and change. Individual requests for capital or separate installment loans issued by Celtic Bank, member FDIC. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, Hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, 
It really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Unison presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey, Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. There's a lot of news surrounding Amo Waterways River Cruises lately, and if you haven't heard, they've debuted a new ship, the Amo Douro, on the Douro River in Portugal. They've also taken river cruising to a whole new level with their new mega ship, the Amo Magna, now sailing on the Danube River in Hungary, Austria, and Germany. At 72 feet wide, it's double the size of existing river cruise ships, but it carries less than 200 passengers. And the Amo Mora is also new in sailing on the Rhine River. Check out all of their ships and itineraries at amowaterways.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Nice to have you in the house today. This portion of the program is sponsored by relieffactor.com. Let me tell you a little about this product. It's a 100% natural research-based formula created to help combat the root causes of inflammation, which is the body's natural inflammatory response function that can cause aches and pains from exercise, overexertion, aging, and everyday living. This is an email we got from Tommy who listens to our program in Tennessee. He wrote, I started having lower back pain at work years ago. My wife has tried to get me to do yoga with her, but I just couldn't get into it. I've seen a chiropractor on and off when the pain gets bad, and it really helps, but I've always continued to have some level of pain, and thanks to you all, I'm now pain-free, which I never could have imagined. This Relief Factor product is wonderful. I only wish I had ordered it sooner because I've probably heard you talking about it for years now. Thanks for your email, Tommy. Relief Factor was designed to help your body reduce pain associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living. Physicians combine four ingredients together to create a powerful and unique combination of botanical ingredients and fish oil. It's now trusted by so many to provide ongoing relief from their pain, back, neck, shoulder, hip, and knee, including general muscle aches and pains. Just go to relieffactor.com, order your three-week trial pack for only $19.95. That's less than you'd spend on a cup of coffee daily. Get your $19.95 three-week quick start pack at relieffactor.com, or you can find the link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. My next guest is a guy who's checked into and out of more than 3,000 hotels, or at least has visited them, over the last 912 days in order to compile a new app that's called PK. The initial P is in Peter, PK's List. Happily enough, his initials are PK. His name is Philippe Shelgren, and we reach him in London. Philippe, I downloaded your app this week, and I notice you uh, categorize hotels and departments such as quintessentially British or private island resorts, winter wonderland, and about a dozen more. 3,000 is a lot of hotel nights. Uh, that's like eight years' worth of hotels. You didn't, so you didn't really check in and review all these hotels. Am I correct? Um, yes. So basically, very nice to be with you, first of all. And um, I visited... Uh, over 2,000 hotels uh, on this trip, and I stayed in roughly 
500. But over my career, I've stayed in well over 2,000 hotels and visited over 3,000. Okay. Now, so, but I guess what I'm getting at is you, you, you don't criti- necessarily critically review the hotel. You describe the hotel, and, uh, and they're all luxury hotels. Um, but you're not actually saying, well, the bathrooms are too small on this floor or the lighting was, was not great for reading in a room. Well, basically, I think that there are so many uh, services out there that are uh, focused on the negative. So what I wanted to do was focus on all the things that are good. So if I like a hotel, I include it in the app. And if I don't like it, it's simply not there. And in your experience, I know you've, you've come to some conclusions about what makes a great hotel or what, the, what can tell you as a guest checking in right off the bat what is a great hotel. And you want to actually agree upon this, but I'm going to let you explain your take and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you mine. Go ahead. Oh, okay, fabulous. Well, I think, first of all, uh, I think attention to detail is the absolutely most important uh, factor of any hotel. You can immediately see when you check into a hotel, you can see like the smaller things, you know, everything from, you know, uh, service, but also, you know, how a guest is handled and so on. And I think that, you know, when, when they get the small things right, then the overall picture is great. And I, I think that, uh, you know, with hotels overall, uh, that's a lot of times what's lacking. You know, service is very important, but I think attention to detail is even more important. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. My, uh, I have a very close friend who used to be a vice president at Four Seasons and was a general manager of a lot of legendary Four Seasons hotels, and I asked him, what's the first thing you look for that tells you it's a good hotel? And he said, teeth and eyes. In other words, someone who smiles as you approach the desk and looks at you while you're checking in, not at a computer keyboard uh, the entire time. And he said, you know, that smile when you check in if something isn't quite right and they fix it for you, you're not you're not upset because you're, as you say, your initial impression is positive. I to- totally agree, and I think that you know, with with so many hotels, you are a number rather than a person, and and I always say. Uh, um, you know, don't really like how, how you're referred to, you know, which which n- uh, room number are you in uh, instead of asking what's your name, etc. when you, for instance, come for breakfast and so on. So I think that the smaller things and service, eyes and teeth are, of course, really important as well as success. So I, I agree with him, definitely. I read that on your website, uh, uh, your, your preference for being called by uh, Mr. Shelgren as opposed to your room 234. Um, I think that's a, that's, that's a great... Uh, uh, a great uh, notation that hotels ought to make. We've just got a few seconds left, but are, are you continuing your quest? Um, I, the, the quest that was supposed to be 800 days around the world um, is, you know, ended up being 912. So that trip is done, but I'm always traveling and continuing to travel. And in fact, I'm leaving in about a week to go to Africa for five months. So um, we'll be based in Cape Town. Cape Town, South Africa. The website, excuse me, the app is PK's List. You can download it free for a month. There'll be a fee after that. Check it out uh, wherever you get your apps. Uh, Philip, Philippe, excuse me, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. It was great. Thank you. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. 
Thanks for staying with us through that three-minute sponsors break. Hour two is still ahead, but as Mary and I finish out hour one of the broadcast today, we're going to talk drinking water on airplanes. Should be an interesting conversation. Before we say hello to Dr. Charles Platkin, a quick word about Carnival Cruise Line. Since their founding nearly 50 years ago, they are the world's most popular cruise line. Carnival is all about fun vacations at sea and ashore. They carry millions of passengers each year. They feature day and night entertainment. They've got stage shows, musical performances, all kinds of dance parties, casinos, water slides, and a lot more. Lively place for sure. Carnival cruise ships also offer comfy staterooms, attentive service, casual and elegant dining, and a variety of bars. With three to 16-day voyages departing from every coast in the U.S., plus Canada, Puerto Rico, and Europe, check them out today at Carnival.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Dr. Charles Platkin is the executive director of the Hunter College Food Policy Center and his department, along with dietdetective.com, just released their findings on the health of water on 10 major airlines and 13 regional airlines. The results? Well, let's get to that show hotline and find out what Charles has to say. Welcome to the program, Charles. We appreciate you joining Mary and me. Good morning. Good morning to you, certainly. So listen, you know, we never, ever drink the water on planes unless it's bottled. That's just kind of a rule we have. Uh, I want to get right into this with you. The aircraft drinking water rule, it's been around since 2011, and basically it requires airlines to provide passengers and the flight crew with safe drinking water. So I think a good place for us to start is I want you to share with everyone the basics that airlines are required to do under this act. So the airlines are required to uh, either to report, okay, and, and the level of reporting that they provide based on the amount of testing. And so what they do is they take water samples of their laboratory in their galley, and then they uh, send them to a, uh, to a laboratory to, to get results. And what they're testing for is the coliform levels, uh, mostly. And when the, when the tests come back and there are high coliform levels, then they may be required to test for E. coli. And those of you that don't know what E. coli is, it's not healthy to, to drink anything or be in contact with. But more or less, it's, you know, um, human feces or feces. Mm-hmm. We, we, we certainly don't want to drink that. And, um, and then once it comes back that there is E. coli, then the airlines are, the airline is responsible to disinfect and flush uh, that aircraft within a certain period of time and also give notice to passengers within a certain period of time. Okay, so, so there's certainly uh, some yeah. supposed accountability here. All right, so let's, let's get a little bit into this study. I see that out of the 10 major airlines, Allegiant and Alaska came in at 3.3. This was on a five-point scale, zero to five. Hawaiian Airlines close at 3.1. Spirit and JetBlue tied for the lowest score of Not just good. one. And the big three that a lot of our listeners will know, Delta, United, and American, hovered around the one-point scale. Yuck. So even higher scores, Charles, of three don't seem safe enough to me. How did the airlines respond, or have they responded to these results? Interesting question. I heard from Delta from their communications division, and you know, obviously what they, were, they were upset, and they wanted to understand how the study was done, and I explained it to them. And then, to be honest, Spirit Airlines, which was shocking, the head of all of compliance called me hmm. and uh you know he was very interested in to know and and not in a way that was intrusive he wanted to understand the variables and criteria we were using um and wanted to understand the process and he explained and revealed a little bit to me and um it was eye-opening in some ways and and you know, he's been there for five months, and, and he said that, you know, everything on Spirit is going to be changing. So I said, okay, great. I'm All looking right. to see it. 
Okay, so that's interesting. So, all right. I'd like you to hear from the other airlines too. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so we have an act that protects us supposedly for safe drinking water, and as Robert mentioned, the flight crews as well. Um, I would guess it's enforced by the EPA. I did look at the study, and and it seems to indicate the EPA is supposed to be involved here uh, in penalizing airlines. Correct? If if they don't meet the requirements, are they holding airlines accountable? Yeah, I would say no. Uh, a flat-out no. I think that the air, the EPA, which is it's it's, it's a combination, but the EPA kind of holds the regulations in in place and is supposed to be the enforcing agency, um, which is very difficult because airlines are really used to having the FAA, you mm-hmm. know, uh, be the one that you know they need to be, you know, in fear of, which they're not. Um, right. And the aircraft, the drinking water rule regulations, is based on the national primary drinking water regulations. Mm-hmm. So. If you will, included, pun included, they basically created a watered-down version for water on the airlines, meaning from what we have on the ground. And there's no reason for that. No, I would so say, we're missing wow. a lot of testing that should be done in the air that's not with a lot of assumptions. Well, Charles, okay, I'm, so. sorry, I'm going to ask you this real quick because we've only got about 40 seconds with you right now. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, yeah. Give us a couple quick tips that you recommend that passengers, people listening right now, should do when they're on planes if they are going to drink the water. Well, first of all, do not drink the water, okay? Make sure that you get bottled water. And number two, do not drink the coffee and tea. And do not wash your hands in the lab, in the lavatory. Bring hand sanitizer with oh, you. Right. Fill a bottle of water out. Fill, bring a, a, an empty water bottle or a container with you uh, past TSA and put the wa- you know, fill that up with water or buy a bottle of water. If you're trying to be green, you know, then you can bring your own and, and fill it up in the airport. Just wait. Oh Whatever flight you're taking, listen, just wait a couple hours, folks. You'll be fine. Dr. Charles Pocket, listen, uh, thanks for sharing the report with us. Very yeah. interesting information. We could go on. We'll definitely look to have you back. Appreciate you bringing this story to our attention today, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, there goes Dr. Charles. Uh, just to well, avoid the water. Not yeah. washing and my avoid hands the ice. anymore on a plane. Yeah, all of that. And if you, oh, it really is. Uh, it's, a, it's not a great way to end the hour, folks, no, but uh, we have to, to do it because we can hear that music. And that is going to do it for hour one of the program this week. But Mary and I and Rudy, we've got another full hour of travel talk ahead for you. So stick around as there's more RM World Travel coming right up. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.